This is the Happily Living Podcast, where we discuss how to better ourselves by developing routines that set us up for a better existence, uncovering deeper connections with nature, and growing awareness, leaving you with a new relationship between you and the world. Let's get into it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode on the Happily Living Podcast. I am your host, Gabrielle Brown, and in this episode, we discuss the infamous act of recycling. If you're new here, welcome. This is a great episode to listen to. Many of you may or may not believe in recycling. I have had my fair share of conversations with people who think it's a complete hoax, it doesn't happen, it's too expensive to try to sell the plastic that's already been used compared to actually making more plastic and using that way. But if you're one of those people and you'd like to hear me out and you'd like to listen to this episode, keep listening. I think this is a episode that is honestly really helpful. At least I hope it is. <laughs> no, it's definitely really helpful. It's going to open your eyes a little bit more on how to recycle properly and overall the benefits and all the things that recycling actually does for our planet. So let's get into it. The process of recycling can actually be very difficult because many, I would say easily, more than half the population doesn't know how to recycle properly. Recycling is a means to reuse the products that would otherwise go to waste, but could have another use for them, okay? Now, not everything can be recycled and this is what creates issues in our recycling systems. They aren't fully equipped. No one is going to use this plastic when there's by far cheaper, people say to make your own. Have you seen the amount of plastic that actually states it's been made out of 100% recycled materials? Or even more specifically, 100% recycled plastic. So how would that product exist if it wasn't for recycling? Now I do want to clarify that because no one is truly educated on the proper recycling products, our system is the least effective compared to other countries. But like I said, I hope this episode provides you guys encouragement to recycle effectively because everywhere I go, if I find, whether it's traveling or getting a coffee, if I find a coffee cup that is made out of compostable materials or a water bottle that they hand out on the plane that's made out of compostable 100% recycled plastic or, you know, headphones that is made out of 100% recycled material, whatever it is. And those are just examples, right? It doesn't have to be an in-the-airplane basis or a coffee basis. But, you know, if I find things that say that they're compostable or made out of recycling materials, I take out my phone right away. First of all, I get so giddy. I get so excited. I take a picture and I post it on my social media because I'm trying to inspire change. I'm trying to show people that this is a thing, that this actually happens, that it's important to recycle, that it's important to reuse, that composting is a big deal because it is. And obviously, I'm not the only one that cares about it, which also makes me very happy because bigger companies are actually doing this. And that makes me so excited to continue doing this regardless of all of the negative talk that there is between climate change. Like you can easily get devastated. You can easily get depressed. I've been there. I'm in a career that is easily getting you distraught and down. I understand, but you have to keep putting your head forward and you have to keep looking at alternatives and things that we can do right now to make a difference because it's not over. They say that the end is near, but listen, you guys, 
guys it hasn't happened yet so we have a lot of time for change for improvement there's so many things that can happen out of the goodness of other people's minds and hearts that can develop products that we would have never even thought about like for ocean or there's companies where they take oyster shells and they make it into clothing wear it blows your mind it blows mine for sure but it's there it's out there. You have the interceptors that are made by a New Zealand company that have developed ways to lessen the sizes of these ocean gyres that are literally swarming with plastic. If you've never heard of the big five ocean gyres, these are huge areas of water that are just straight plastic for miles and miles all around circumference wise. They are taking out millions of tons of plastic without affecting animal life because of the way that they've developed this scientifically and engineering. The process is just so incredible. So little things can make a difference. And by starting to recycle, that may seem like so different and less of value, but it's not. And these are things that we can do at home that can also create an impact just like these companies are doing on a bigger level. Now, I know that people, right, believe that recycling is a hoax, but that could only be true if the products weren't developed that were saying that they're 100% made of recycled materials. Like that doesn't make sense for these products to exist if recycling wasn't true, right? Like, is it fair to say that only 8% actually gets recycled? Yes, without a doubt. But that is because more than half the entire population recycles items that cannot be recycled. And this makes the job at the recycling center more difficult and ineffective. For instance, plastic straws make their way into the oceans most of the time because they aren't able to get into the shredder based off the size and the cylindrical shape. They are just too small to get through. Styrofoam, plastics that don't contain the proper recycling symbol, and even contaminated containers get through thrown into recycling when these can't be recycled. You might be wondering how if one person from this episode changes their recycling methods, just one of you could create an impact. How does that work? Just one person. Like how am I possibly making an impact when there's billions of people in this country or on the planet? Like how is that truly making an impact? That's less than 1%. It doesn't seem to matter in the bigger picture, but it does you guys. You are providing the opportunity for these products to actually get recycled. You inspire change around the other people that you surround yourself with because they notice these things. It changes your thought patterns. It changes the way you process important information. It changes the way that you see recycling and it's a conversation starter. The amount of items I have found, like I said, on the plane or a grocery store that I've said made of 100 recycled plastic are far too great for us to not actually believe in recycling. But the key is before we get too invested in recycling is by creating a space in your home that can actually reduce the amount of plastic needed to be thrown away or even recycled. For one, stop buying plastic water bottles. We've talked about this before. We know how long they last on this planet, over a hundred years. It's it's not worth it, okay? It's not. A great alternative for that is a good quality stainless steel or glass water bottle. They keep you hydrated all day long because you can take it with you wherever you go and you can lower your carbon footprint. If you're around others that are also having plastic 
water bottles that all look alike. You know which one's yours and you don't have to worry about sharing it and just getting another one. You have yours. However, to start recycling properly, we all know that cans, glass, and cardboard are automatically capable of being recycled. But when it comes to plastic, you can only recycle them if they have the number one, two, or five. The triangle with the number in it represents the plastic label and the type of plastic used, not that it is a recycling sign. Again, only items with one, two, and five are actually recyclable. It is also necessary that you clean out the containers before recycling because they aren't going to wash it out for you and it will just end up being thrown away in a landfill. Now, the reason why I'm so obsessed with using little to no plastic if possible is so I don't have to contribute to landfill expansion, chemicals leaking into my food, or into my water, but it's also cheaper in the long run. And it's so much more useful if you just refill your water bottle and you stay hydrated. Another recycling option this season or any time of the year is your Christmas lights. Yes, your Christmas lights can be recycled, but please hear me out. Okay, before you start recycling them, before this thing ends on you and you're getting out of your car, you can't recycle them in your neighborhood. You have to take them to Best Buy, Home Depot. You can take them to Ace Hardware, Lowe's, or even true value they will take them off your hands and then they can get repurposed okay this way they don't end up in landfills and they can be used over and over again without you just tossing them out so let's redirect it to the holidays since we're talking about christmas lights <laughs> we are consistently buying more stuff literally stuff for each other. I went to the thrift store for my dear friend's birthday and put together items that she would love to use and it was more personable. She loved it so much and instead of getting her random stuff that she may or may not even like, you know, I found a popcorn bowl that wasn't even on my list. I went there to get a basket because I made homemade desserts for them and I found the cutest popcorn bowl, a coffee tin, a teddy bear mug, and then I put it all in the basket that I also thrifted. I used an empty serum bottle and put coconut oil and crushed rose petals in it and then I baked double chocolate banana bread and put it in the coffee tin and made kettle corn by cooking popcorn and sprinkling brown sugar and cinnamon on it and then I filled up the mug with like other chocolates that I had around the house and she loved it you guys and it was such a fun activity for me to do as well. During the Christmas season why not give the gift of either thrifting something or a certificate to somewhere whether it's for a massage whether it's for a dinner a nice restaurant getting your nails done, papaya towels, and mason jars filled with Epsom salts, like bath salts, bath care, self-care, or homemade desserts like I did. Like, it's so much more fun. It's so much more eco-friendly, and they enjoy it a lot more. Now, let's switch it to wrapping. Literally, wrapping paper, while so fun and decorative, is one of the biggest landfillers during the holiday season. Used once and then thrown away. If you have loved ones who use it this year, instead of throwing it away, you guys, you can actually use it to stuff your shoes and bags to keep their shape. Instead of using wrapping paper altogether, you can use gift bags that are probably reused, which is the bomb, tins, newspaper, boxes, baskets, jars, even old fabric. If you don't have any, you can go to the thrift store. I always find the coolest stuff when I go there and it's much more personable because it's unique. You don't find the same thing everywhere else at a Target, at a Meijer, at a grocery store, Walmart, wherever. Then once you wrap up the presents, something you can do for decorating instead of name tags or plastic bows is using the wooden name labels or dressing it up by using pine and cranberries and cotton and really anything. It's 
super cute, it's original, it's eco-friendly, it can be used over and over again, it's less waste, less carbon emissions, more sustainable choices. Let's go! Let's go! Now let's transition to the kitchen. During the holidays, we all know how much food gets thrown away. Instead of throwing it away this year, package it up and take it to soup kitchens, homeless shelters. These places would love to have a home-cooked meal, especially during the Christmas time or holiday season in general. Whatever you celebrate because these people don't get to celebrate the holidays like we do and bringing that to them allows them to be a part of something that they haven't been for a long time and it also helps contribute to less waste you're not throwing all this food away because you know you're not going to eat it or no one else is going to eat it or it's going to go bad so just pack it up and take it there and then you also feel really good inside you do you help somebody eat that's so wonderful now let's chat about the weather during the this time of the year, some of you, depending on where you live, can get some heavy snowfall. Now this, for all of my lovely listeners who could care less about what others think, that means using alternatives for salting roads, driveways, and sidewalks. A lot of these de-icers contain chemicals that are harmful to dogs, waterways, ourselves, and I'm sure you've seen cars that are rusting underneath because the salt actually erodes your car. These de-icers are not very eco-friendly or environmentally friendly and something super helpful, super cheap, found at home and can be used as an alternative, found at home and all around friendly are the following alternatives. And before I share what they are, these alternatives are stronger, meaning you are able to use less of it. Now, some of these are higher in nitrogen, so it is best to sprinkle as see fit so it doesn't cause algal blooms and lower the oxygen levels in the waterways during runoff but there are many different options, so I'll just crack into it. First, we will start with home-driven de-icers, and these can be vinegar, beet juice, coffee grounds, and even pickle brine. And I know what you might think. There's no way I have enough of any of that to do my driveway, nor do I want to try it out because that makes me really nervous. Listen, I totally get it. Listening to all of those options the first time can seem really questionable, but research it. Look it up. The countless cities and countries that actually use these eco-friendly alternatives for the streets is quite astounding. And according to EcoWatch, there are city workers in Poland that actually collect coffee grounds from their neighboring cafes and use this to sprinkle alleys as an effective de-icer alternative to salts, which have been proven to be more eco-friendly and less expensive, leaving more funds for the city. While in Chicago, there is experimenting with the use of beet juice in a de-icing cocktail, which has shown evidence in providing a resounding 30% reduction in the overall amount of salt use. This switch alone creates protection to our freshwater lakes from further alteration in pH and suffocation of aquatic life by the high sodium chloride levels. Using beet juice is also extremely cheap and therefore provides the funds to be re- directed at other budgets needed for the city, and an overall safer option for our pets and environment. If you weren't aware, salt de-icers and chemical de-icers cause a lot of damage to the paw pads of many animal life, including your pets at home. If you see them licking the bottom of their pads, this could be why. Now, you may be confused as to how salt can contaminate our waterways. Salt and chemical de-icers leak into our waterways when the snow melts. And when this happens, the chemicals reach into our lakes 
and rivers and cause extreme distress in affected ecosystems. Fish are affected, the organisms that rely on these fish are affected, our own waterway systems are affected, and therefore we have to rely on filtered water systems. Even our own cars, roads, sidewalks, and driveways are affected. Through many studies, these chemicals and de-icers that were used 10 to 12 years ago are showing up in our waterways today. It is important that we use products that provide temporary relief and break down after usage. Now, if you are interested in making your own like Chicago, I can tell you the beet extract cocktail they have created uses minimum salt levels and provides effectiveness of de-icing to temperatures as low as negative 25 degrees. Compared to your regular salt de-icers, they are only able to melt snow in temperatures to as low as 15 degrees above zero. This statistic is brought to you by Strategic Sustainability Consulting. The Cary Institute states that in order to maintain clear roads, the U.S. drops a range of 15 to 32 million metric tons of salt annually, which actually causes devastating outcomes as the use of salts alter our quality of drinking water but it also takes 20 plus years to dissolve from our waterways. Who knew all of this was happening when we were just trying to not break our necks and fall on our asses on our way to work? So if you aren't feeling the coffee grounds, the vinegar, or even the bomb beet juice alternative for your driveway, I have some other options for you that are already known for their eco-friendly ingredients and effectiveness. Bare Ground Mag plus liquid de-icer is a great one. It uses eco-friendly ingredients, it's non-toxic to our environment, our pets, ourselves. It doesn't alter the compound in the ground, so it won't break up your driveway, it won't erode your car. I'll leave a link below so you guys can click on it and check it out. And CMA is another good one. CMA is an abbreviation for calcium magnesium acetate, which is an acidic property that is non-toxic to the surrounding environment as well, but it is just as effective as salt, but you have to use it in preparation for the snow, so you would have to lay it down before the snow comes. It's almost like a primer. So it may not be on your list of things to melt snow after the snow has come on your doorstep, but it's also more expensive as well than your traditional salt de-icer. So I do recommend the other home-friendly options or bare ground because they're still very good options and they're not as expensive. So there you have it, you guys. So let's summarize. We talked about recycling and how important it is. It makes a huge impact when done properly and all you have to recycle is your typical cans, newspaper, cardboard, but plastic can only be recycled if it has a number one, two, or five on it. I like to rinse mine out as soon as I'm done with it so it's easier to clean and it comes right off and then I just throw it in the recycling. We talked about recycling Christmas lights by taking it to your local Home Depot, Lowe's, Ace, Hardware, and even True Value or Best by. We discussed using eco-friendly wrapping paper like brown paper or reusing or purchasing gift bags like we have discussed before in previous episodes. You can also use mason jars, boxes, baskets, newspaper, and even the packaging paper found in your Amazon boxes. The best story I have seen on Instagram was by Michelle Pfeiffer and she actually uses fabric to wrap her gifts and then uses the wooden name tags instead of the plastic tags or bows and that way you can reuse them for gifting 
posting every year. So I actually got that idea from Michelle Pfeiffer. So Michelle Pfeiffer, you are an absolute queen. And she made it look so unique, so original, so cute. And I, I loved it. We discussed using nature as your decorator. So using fresh pine, cotton, finding berries in your neighborhood is a cute pop of color to add to the gifts. And we discussed giving the gift of certificates or electronic gift cards for a massage, nail care, fancy dinner, or even other places that can provide less stuff in an actual activity that people still really enjoy. We then transition to packing up leftovers that won't be eaten and given to our local homeless shelters and soup kitchens. It's the gift of giving that really allows us to be a community and contribute to others' happiness when it's something we would have easily just thrown away. And lastly, we discuss the alternatives to eco-friendly de-icers during the snowy months like pickle brine, beet juice, coffee grinds, vinegar, or even purchasing bare ground mag plus liquid de-icer. So I hope you took something from this episode and it will inspire you to change and it will inspire change to those around you because of that during this holiday season and future seasons. Wishing you all a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Don't forget to leave a review. That would be extremely appreciated and post on your story as you listen to this because I would love to see how this podcast impacts you and I can also reach out. Lastly, turn on your notifications as we drop new episodes every Thursday. Have a wonderful rest of your week and weekend with love and light.